0: This evening we'll begin to explore the forgiveness practice together. I always like to offer these teachings and this forgiveness practice in the context of the exploration and practice of metta because they're very closely related In order to be released from what may be very deeply held aversion for ourselves or for others, we really need to learn to begin to practice forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very powerful energy. It has the power to strengthen and to affirm the quality of patience, and to also ripen the energies of metta and karuna, compassion in the heart, in the mind. Forgiveness creates the space within the heart, within the mind, for a renewal, for a life that's free from the bondage of the past or the constriction of clinging to some imagined future. Forgiveness actually allows us to reclaim our energy, to reclaim the energy that may be bound up in the past, bound up in the imagined future. Our present life, our present moment life, really can't be fully lived if we're caught, if we're imprisoned in our past actions or the past actions of others. Anger, rage, resentment, sadness, guilt, missing, longing for, all of which are actually partially experienced pain, what we might call the inherent inheritance we carry from the past, our karmic predicaments, so to say. They narrow, these energies narrow, they constrict our world, our inner world, and our relationship to the outer world. These states function to actually close the heart, keeping it tight, keeping it constricted. Forgiveness meditation isn't about forcing anything. It's not about pretending anything. And it's also not about directing us to forget about ourself in deference to the needs or the wants of others. It's in fact out of great compassion, great compassion for ourselves, that we create the conditions through our practice for an unfettered, unobstructed, unconditional acceptance, unconditional loving kindness, unconditional care for these qualities to blossom. This meta love has the great power to dissolve separation and to relieve us of the burden, the weight, the binding of guilt or of some unresolved anger, unresolved rage. I think probably most of us know that it's more difficult to forgive than not forgive. If we look at our world right now, the war is going on, and the way that political leaders use this unforgiving, unforgivingness to unite people, to unite people, for instance, under a bond of hatred, under a bond of fear, rather than with the bond of shared understanding based in compassion and loving kindness. It's not so easy to access that place in us where we can actually truly forgive. To be able to forgive is a very deep letting go. In a sense, a kind of dying. We let go so deeply When we can really truly forgive, that we can say to ourselves that I'm not that person anymore, or in relationship to somebody else, you're not that person anymore. So some of our identity may have to die in this letting go, this letting go in relationship to forgiveness so that, in fact, we can reclaim the energy, reclaim the energy that's been bound up in the past. I think it's very important that we understand, really understand deeply, that forgiveness is not about condoning harmful actions. It's not about condoning suffering or condoning injustice. Forgiveness isn't to be confused with being passive, being passive towards abuse or passive towards any kind of violation or violence. We may be able to forgive the actor, but not forgive the action. We may come to deeply understand that the action came from a place of suffering, And so be able to forgive the actor without condoning the action. Forgiveness is a relinquishment of guilt, a relinquishment of resentment, both of which, as we know, are very painful, very devastating emotional states. I found it quite helpful a number of years ago when I learned that in Buddhist psychology there's a distinction made between guilt and remorse. Guilt is a state that really saps our energy and which strengthens a sense of self. Our self as a bad person, our self as a terrible person. Guilt is actually quite a self-obsessed, egotistical state of mind. And on the other hand, remorse allows for recognition and realization that come along with being very honest, very honest with ourselves that we did something unskillful, which caused pain, which caused pain in ourself and caused pain in another or others. We allow ourselves to feel the pain and the recognition in that. And with this remorse, this quality of mind, of heart, of remorse, there's an acknowledgement that leaves us energy, doesn't sap our energy. It leaves us energy for resolving for instance resolving not to repeat our skillful unskillful actions again and to just move on in our life and the reason it doesn't sap our energy the quality of remorse the state of remorse is become it's because it comes through a very clear seeing a very clear seeing and acknowledgement and the wholesome feeling sense around this. Energy is available then, which allows transformation or transcendence to take place. As forgiveness develops within us, as it grows within us, it can take various forms maybe move to make amends. Maybe we gain the courage to make a resolve to be treated better. When we find that our energy is no longer bound up, maybe we open to new possibilities, new experiences that we didn't even see prior to being able to access the energy that was bound up in the past. Maybe we stand up in certain situations and demand justice. And maybe we just simply leave a particular situation behind. Because the practice of forgiveness can take us right to the edge of what we feel we can accept. There's often a sense of spiritual and psychological well being that comes when we practice forgiveness. This well being of being able to go to our edge and meet ourself at that edge, open at that edge. And it's not so easy being at our edge. It's challenging. And sometimes it might be wrenching. But in the long run, and sometimes even in the short run, it can be quite transforming in very deep ways. It takes courage to access forgiveness. And it also takes an ongoing remembering of where our deepest and truest happiness lies. In this process of practicing forgiveness, for most of us, many difficult emotions arise. Maybe anger, hatred, shame, guilt, confusion, doubt, Betrayal. It's important to allow these states to arise without judging them. Without trying to stop them. Without trying to get rid of them. It's really important to just simply recognize them. Recognize them as natural occurrences in this process of cultivating the heart, the mind of forgiveness and then to gently return the attention to the forgiveness reflection and to the forgiveness practice. So I'd like to offer you the practice of forgiveness. And the way that we'll uh, do it this evening is generically. I will offer the phrases in a generic manner. And even though various people may show up in your mind, in your heart, I would suggest and encourage you not to go there. Just keep it generic and let them flow through. Don't take them up. I also want to say that if this evening it feels too difficult for you to do this uh, forgiveness practice, It's quite, quite okay not to do it. It's offering these practices is like uh, planting a seed. And so this evening, the seed of the forgiveness practice is being planted. And at another point, for any of you where it may be too difficult this evening, at another point, you can water the seed and let it sprout at the appropriate time. If you decide not to do it, you're quite welcome to sit and do metta, do metta practice for yourself, do metta practice for a benefactor, a dear friend, a family member, someone who it's easy to open your heart to, open your heart with. The metta practice is done, or not the metta practice, the forgiveness practice is done with three Phrases, particular phrases. And each phrase takes a different direction. And I'll offer you the phrases before we actually begin the process of practice together. And I will uh, word them in a generic way. If I have hurt or harmed anyone knowingly or unknowingly, I ask their forgiveness. That's the first direction. The next phrase. If anyone has hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive them. And the last phrase. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself, knowingly or unknowingly, I offer forgiveness. And so we'll begin the practice together. And we'll begin actually before we move into forgiveness of spending. A few moments of offering metta to yourself. So spending just a few moments directing the energy of metta towards yourself, for yourself, from yourself, to yourself, showering yourself with kindness, loving kindness, friendship, unconditional care and friendship. And using the phrases that you have been using. Some of you are using variations of phrases. So I'll just be quiet and let you use the phrases that you've been using. And we'll do this for about five minutes. And now just letting the metaphrases go. Just closing the meta practice with whatever phrase you're on and letting it be. I'll offer the forgiveness practice phrases slowly, speaking one, and then there'll be a period of silence. And you can repeat it to yourself. And remembering, do keep it generic, don't fix on anyone. Remembering to stay open to the various states that may come through, noticing them, acknowledging them, accepting them, but not being caught in them, and gently come back to the forgiveness phrase. And if at any point it feels too difficult, or if it feels too difficult before even starting, then just let it be. Let it be for this evening. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask their forgiveness. In the next phrase now. If anyone has hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive them. Remembering this practice is not about forcing anything. Practicing forgiveness with the heart of loving kindness for yourself in this process. And the last phrase. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself, knowingly or unknowingly, I offer forgiveness. For the last part of this practice period. You can pick one of the forgiveness phrases and continue practicing with that particular phrase or two of them or all three of them. Or you can let the forgiveness practice be And do met to practice for yourself or a benefactor, a dear friend, family member. And I think you've also been offered the practice for the neutral person. You can choose that. Don't spend a lot of time trying to decide what you're going to choose. Whatever shows up, take it and practice with it. I should say, whoever shows up, take them and practice with them.